Chapter 11. Why? Luke 13, verse 2. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no. Have you ever thought about what it must have been like for Jesus to go through life already knowing everything? How tempting would it have been to correct everyone about everything all the time? When he was working in his carpenter shop in Nazareth, did he ever think to himself, man, I could really use a belt sander or a compressed air nail gun right about now, just because he knew they would one day be invented? When he was in middle school, do you think he was ever tempted to correct one of his teachers on some piece of misinformation they gave about how the human body works just because he designed the whole thing? When his brothers teased him, do you think he ever considered telling one of them about photosynthesis just to show them who they were dealing with? Now, thankfully, Jesus had way more humility and self-control than I have. I mean, if I knew everything, I would snootily begin every sentence with the word, actually, and then, you know, end every sentence by losing all my friends. To be honest, I think of one of my biggest problems is beginning sentences with actually, even though I don't know everything or even all that much. If you could hang out with Jesus, what would you ask him about? Would you want to know if there ever really was a city of Atlantis? <laughs> would you get him to explain how he came up with gravity? I mean, you could ask him how many gallons of water there are in the Pacific Ocean. He could tell you whether or not calculus is a real thing or else, you know, just something made up to torture young people. I would probably ask Jesus to explain in detail why music has the ability to affect people emotionally. Or else, just, I would ask him if Sasquatch is real. If you gave any journalist access to Jesus and told them they could only ask two questions... They would probably ask him how you get to heaven and why there is so much suffering in the world. Those are the biggest issues that any religion has to have an answer for. We want to know what happens after this life, especially if there's a chance we can make sure it's good. And we want to know if there's any reasonable explanation for why a good God could allow the world to be so filled with pain. If you really love people, why do we have to hurt so much? Why are helpless little kids starving to death by the thousands every day? Why is there a disease that makes people forget everyone they love and even who they are before it finally kills them? Why are there still millions of slaves in the world today? Why do people care more about sex, diamonds, and chocolate than human souls? Why do you let so much evil run rampant? Why? This is everyone's question. It's the oldest question. In fact, the very oldest thing written in the Bible is a story of a man named Job who lost everything. His 10 children were all killed in the same disaster. He lost his property, fortune, his reputation, and the respect of his wife and friends. His entire body became sick and covered with throbbing, oozing sores. This man, who had been on the top of the world, wound up sitting on a landfill, painfully scratching his itching boils with broken pieces of trashed clay pots. His old friends showed up, and they spent the next 37 chapters in a dialogue about why God would allow this kind of suffering. 
Job's friends insist that God is punishing him for some deep, dark, sinful secret because a good God wouldn't allow that much pain unless someone really deserved it. But Job says he hasn't done anything to deserve it. He doesn't know why it's happening, but he knows his conscience is clear before God. In Luke chapter 13, Jesus' disciples asked him the same question. Some people from Galilee had been killed by the governor Pilate's men, who then dishonored their memories by using their blood and pagan sacrifices. The disciples were shocked and appalled. Jesus said, Do you think these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? I tell you, no. In other words, the problem of pain in the world is not a simple matter of calculating who deserves it the most. God isn't just weighing all the humans in a scale and then smiting the baddies. Jesus explained that if suffering were just retribution for those who deserved punishment, we'd all be in trouble. None of us is righteous. So what's the answer? Why is there pain? Why is there so much evil? Why are children the victims of so much wrong and tragedy? Jesus, give us an answer. If you love us so much, what's going on? Is there no answer for those of us who have wept over lost loved ones? Is there no answer for those who have buried children? Is there no answer for Job? Is there no answer? No. Jesus doesn't give an answer to his disciples in Luke 13. God doesn't answer Job. In fact, when God finally speaks to Job, he asks that broken man 70 questions without ever answering even one. Now, I actually believe there probably is an answer, and Jesus knows everything, so he knows what it is, but it's too complicated, and I don't think I would understand it anyway. And this means, of course, that for all practical purposes, there is no answer to the problem of suffering. I don't know why we have to hurt so much. I just don't know. I do know this, though. Jesus suffered. Jesus endured pain. And he sacrificed everything. He was personally slandered, mistreated, betrayed, mocked, tortured, humiliated, crucified, forsaken by God, abandoned to hell, and laid in a grave. Jesus suffered in unimaginable ways. He endured the worst that men could do and then drank the full cup of the fierce wrath of God. Now, Jesus may not tell us why we have to hurt, but at least he knows what it's like. God himself has entered into our pain. And while we may not ever fully know why some of the world's suffering has happened, if you ask why Jesus had to suffer so much, the answer is easy. Love. For more on this, get to a quiet place and read Luke 13, 1 through 5 and Job 19, 
7 through 27. What does it mean to you that Jesus has endured so much pain out of love for you? How does Jesus' suffering help you cope with your unanswered questions? Tell him all about it.